Hello, and thank you for coming to Geek Sweat. This is your podcast for reviews, news, and interviews on all things film and about filmmaking. Geek Sweat is an Instagate in-house podcast project in collaboration with independent filmmakers. To support emerging talent, discuss new creative projects, identify technical equipment, and meet experts. Today, we are being controlled by the incomparable MKH with our presenters, Akash Bolf, me, Dominic Stinton, I'm your host, and Trevor Jones. Hiya. Let the show begin. Um, so, um, this is the uh, trailer talk, trailer trash talk, and... Um, I have a particular film that I really want people to think about, and it's called The Meg, M-E-G. Does anyone have any idea what that means, M-E-G? Never. Nope. Okay. Absolutely not. That is not a thing. Okay, so this project I is, is by <laughs> one of my favourite actors called um, Jason Staffan. And I don't. He's not like okay. Can I just stop you there, uh, Trevor? Because you know I'm confused. Yeah. Is it Statham? Is it Statham? Which which side of the line are we coming down on here? Do you know what? As the stands down, I'm gonna go Statham, uh, like a, like saying Balham or Clapham. That makes um, sense. Uh, I think if you're in London, it's Statham, and I think if you're outside of London, you say Statham, as if uh, you've got the antiquated English. But I got pers- it. I personally think that uh, he's not my favourite actor because of just the quality of his performances and it's predominantly more action that he does than I would say heart rendering um, mouth dribbling performances but it's more like he does it's like he's doing community service for like film projects that can't get finished like he's saying like look I know this isn't going to get over the line but I'm going to try and help you out here and I think he's been behind a couple of films that should never have been made in my mind such as um crank and transport because if you imagine those films with like a Sylvester Stallone yeah. or Arnold Schwarzenegger um, in in their early days you'd think these like be like really big flops I mean what do you think I think that um, first of all I don't think Arnold Schwarzenegger or S- Sylvester Stallone would have been able to make films like Jason Statham because yeah. he does a lot of his own stunts yeah he's a martial artist uh, Actually, probably not Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's probably not the right one. Let's say Jason Momoa, because he's got the physique. Oh, he yeah, looks like yeah. he does some of his own yeah, stunts. Yeah. And um, there's that big guy who crossed over um, from wrestling. Is it John... John Cena. John Cena. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of films John Cena's been in that nobody wants to watch again, and Channel 4 dutifully repeat it on Film 4 late at night oh, okay. after 1 o'clock. And I think... Jason Statham's kind of very close to doing films in the same style, genre and budget, but he's turned them into successes. I, I truly believe that um, 10 years ago, um, Jason Statham was approached by some Russian gangsters to, um, <laughs> to ensure he made any film so they could actually launder their cash for it as producers because yeah. I don't understand how he, he could read any of the scripts Especially with um, Crank. Say these are bangers. Yeah. Especially <laughs> with Crank where there was actually a scene where he had to have sex with his girlfriend in the middle of a... Racing track or something? Was it, it, it was, it was a racing market, track, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. While everyone cheered on, yeah. like you would. Yeah. Yeah, it was just really weird. And I don't know how... 
Oh, I don't forget he was on a motorbike at one point in Crank. Um, uh, backwards, half naked, with just his uh, uh, the apron on. But anyway, let's get back into. <laughs> we'll get that image out of here. I want to get into Meg. I don't think I can. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I want to play this trailer, and it's an American Chinese science fiction action horror collaboration. Yes. And um, so this is Meg. Um, this. First of all, <laughs> Akosh tried to tried to find out what Meg stood for. It doesn't stand for anything in any language on this planet, <laughs> and we actually believe it was just a working title for um, <laughs> for the script, and they just forgot to give it its proper title once it got um, a release date. So we don't know what Jason State. What um, Dom? What do we know? What what character Jason Statham's playing? I think is a professor. A professor of what? That that's really plausible. Yeah. It, um, the, the only thing I can imagine. You know, I look at Jason Statham and I think he looks like a marine biologist. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, uh, is, uh, is to be honest, I don't know what part he's playing, and I have actually seen this trailer already, and <laughs> it's still a mystery. At this point, are are Hollywood really trying to s- suspend our our belief? To the points of no return, in that they have now cast Jason Statham as a a martial arts fighting Captain marine bio, biologist, <laughs> and now now we've got a scene with a who lets their tiny dog, which is the size of a big rat, swim in the in the water by itself like that. I mean, it is reminiscent of Deep Blue Sea, don't you think? Like but Deep Blue Jackson. Sea wasn't it all inside of a a controlled environment? No, but they had to go off. They had to come somewhere to go into that controlled environment and see the scary sharks. But sharks are scary. Why did Chomp just come across our screen? I think the editor thought Chomp was the title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) He actually says Chomp on this. (laughs) So they were obviously struggling for log lines. Chew on this ugly. Is Is this what we've come to? Do you know what I think the first problem is? Is I feel that the producers of this film have not remembered to tell the editors what the real title of the film is instead of the working title. Because I'm sure The Meg is an abbreviation for something interesting. And apparently uh, the word is coming from a deep submarine. It's, it's coming from something called Megalodon or Megalodon. So it's supposed to be a giant 75 foot shark thought to be extinct for a million of years so this looks like it's going back to the kind of Godzilla era of myths and monsters and this shark has just resurfaced after I don't know 100 million years for a snack what, what do you do we think that Jason Statham was suffering from some withdrawal symptoms since he wasn't able to punch anyone in the face for this film do you know what? I think this is I my actually idea. hope he jumps over a shark in this film. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Uh, there's a poster that actually I'm reminded of. Uh, I think it's the Free Willy poster, where it looks like a normal poster, but out of context, it does look like a young boy punching a whale in the stomach. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, out of context, it's called Free Willy. <laughs> yeah. and, um, but so I think this is. I think this film is what happens when the dust settles on the casting for an Avengers movie 
Like, there's no budget, there's no crew, there's no one else in Hollywood. Okay, to but do let anything you know, else. guys, this is a book ad- adaptation. It's a book adaptation. <laughs> there was a book about this. Yeah. Who wrote the book? Steve Alton. Steve Alton. Yeah. Oh, that is amazing. And the first person they thought of is Jason Statham. You got a star in this as a marine biologist. Jesus. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, Hollywood. the director, director is John Turtletrub, who is his, is a very famous director. He's quite well known, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, I'll, I'll say a couple of names of what uh, Total Tarb's done before, but uh, I think I, I think Jason Statham has got the physique to be in a superhero film, but there's Who obviously something. Who should cast Well, you I would. mean, looking looking at what's come out in 2018, it would have probably made sense to give him the role of Cable. I think so. You don't end up with. Um, the kind of Ryan Reynolds I'm one actor playing three different superheroes situation that we've got with Josh Brolin and um, so yeah I mean I think he could have played he's got a physique and but I think the reason the chops to do it I think the reason they got Josh Brolin is that Cable needs to be taller than Deadpool uh, what you think Jason Statham's short yeah how, short, how tall is he I don't know but I know, he's, I know he's shorter than Ryan Reynolds Okay, I think Ryan Reynolds is six foot or something. What's Jason Statham's height? One second. I thought he was like five foot seven, five foot eight. Wow. Oh wait, he must be taller than that, surely. Uh, really? It's one point seven eight meters, which is shorter five than ten. Vin Diesel. Yep, five ten. Uh, I'll uh, put. Five ten. That's me. I'll that's put down a, a, a Ryan Reynolds. You, you are very similar to Jason Statham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, um, uh, and I mean that sincerely. Um, we have. Uh, Jason Statham at 1.78 and this is no reflection on his acting prowess or his masculinity but Ryan Reynolds is 1.88 metres and um, I think um, Josh Brolin now looking at him or looking at his internet stats he's 1.78 aha so he's the same height height. as Jason Statham well that's some good trickery of what I've seen on Deadpool so far but we've seen it in Green Mile haven't we with the Michael Clark Duncan being like 7 feet tall against Tom Hanks actually what am I talking about Josh Brolin just played a character Thanos that is 10 feet taller than everyone else Yeah, I I take that back maybe they should have got Jason Statham (laughs) but then again he must have been so wrapped up in this and denies the pleasure of the Yeah, which is coming out um, later on this year never Hopefully, um, hopefully, go straight to BBD. <laughs> I'm not sure if there's anything more I can say about this, but I'm, I'm just going to drop some factuals on this. It's a 2018 film, science fiction, horror. Uh, it's set 200 miles off the Chinese East Coast, apparently. So, this is a, probably a, f- a combination, a collaboration film because it's happening on location across the world. And um, yeah, apparently, he's got an actress there called Ling Bingbing. Lee Bingbing. Lee Bingbing. <laughs> Bingbing being her first name. So she should be what? Bing Bing Lee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never mind that. There's a guy called Rain Wilson in it. So you can imagine where that first name came Bing from. Bing. But I'm guessing he's Canadian. But he's like Bing a relatively Bing. famous. She's twice American as good Canadian. as Bing Crosby. <laughs> hey, there you go. Ba boom boom. Okay, so this is. And this is a film with a $150 million budget. Oh well. my God. Are so, you guys, what so, is happening? I'm guessing that's to put how, the boats in the water. How did they spend all that money? Um, I'm guessing to put the boats in the water. And I'm, I mean, extras Wait, you can see. like CGI. Yeah, I this mean, is this is this is a tax dodge of say, the highest order. How much order. again? Say that one five zero million dollars. No, no way. Exactly. Yeah, yes way. And I'm it, telling you, it's made between cu- you know, the countries of United States and China. Yeah. Someone has funneled the majority of the budget out of that film That's into something where your else. Brexit dollars are going, isn't it? They, Seriously, they, <laughs> they shoot it in New like, Zealand. They shot it in New Zealand. 
Oh, that's even worse than. I'm it? telling you, that's fifty million tops. I mean, that shooting yeah. scene should be really yeah. cheap now so that that, that um, Hobbit's not going on. Yeah, fifty million's it. top. So a hundred million has gone missing. Well, this thanks a lot, Jason Statham, <laughs> for supporting Russian crime. Um, well, no, <laughs> this film has a release date of August 2018, and it looks like they're very wary of um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for uh, piracy because. It's going to be released simultaneously in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 different countries on the 9th of August and another 10 different countries on the 10th of August. And the sec- and the 10th of August screening is going to include China, Spain, UK and USA. Oh, the um, irony. Yeah, so for me, I think this film, The Meg, um, I think we've seen it before and better with the Deep Blue Sea. So I would say... That's something I never thought I'd hear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Deep Blue Sea be anything, <laughs> anything. I have Deep Blue Sea too. Is it this 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 we'll, year? Well, yeah, we'll talk about that in sequels. But Deep Blue Sea two, I can't promise it's going to be better. But I think if you've seen Deep Blue <coughs> Sea, Deep Blue Sea is already released in three point two on IMDb. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I'm just saying. I I'm looking at the Meg now, and I don't think it's going to beat the numbers of uh, Deep Blue Sea. I think we've seen it too much. So I'm going to say give it a miss. This. Akos, would you <laughs> would you want to watch it at the cinema online or give it a miss? Um, I'm, I think I'm giving a miss. <laughs> I don't know. And how about yourself, Tom? I think I'll wait for when I unwittingly see it on <laughs> Channel Five <laughs> as I wake up in some kind of stupor and go back to sleep. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for your efforts, Jason Stephan. We look forward to seeing you in Expendables Five. Um, and let on to our next movie. We are going to look at Mission. Impossible um, Fallout, and um, I've got a lot of funny things to say about this. I hope. Actually, yeah, quite, I actually quite like the trailer. Um, do you know why I'm interested about the the Mission Impossible franchise? Is who else is out there committing crime? Because haven't they got all of the facilities to see what everybody's doing, and they've seen everybody seeing what they're doing? So now there isn't anybody who's not doing anything they don't know about, surely. <laughs> I, I really, I'm not gonna lie. I, I enjoy, I enjoyed this. We've got a dark shadow here, and um, it's got that piano opening that's similar to um, the Dark Knight Rises, isn't it? This franchise is single-handedly putting Tom Cruise's children through through school and university and Scientology. Yeah, so we should res- we should respect it for that. It's nothing. Else. <laughs> Do you know what? Tom Cruise makes guns look sexy and that kind of jean jacket combo as well because I don't think he's actually when he's in a suit he looks good but that kind of tactical archer outfit he wears I thought I I, I, I truly thought that John Wick brought that sexy for um, for, for guns we've got Angela Bassett here as well who we haven't seen for a very long time so doing that kind of double head of Black Panther and now Mission Impossible is pretty cool oh she's hot property at the moment yeah um, t- <laughs> things that Ving Rhames as well. He's back. He's Simon still in it. Pegg's back. Mm. Simon Pegg's still in it. And uh, the British actress who is in the fourth He's one not as well. She's not British. No, Thanks. Swedish or something. Okay, we'll get her name. She's got, she's got a good. Yeah. Is she Swedish? She is Swedish. She's got a good English accent. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. And we've got Henry Cavill as well. With his Superman, don't CGI'd, really care about him. CGI'd in moustache, 
Well, he didn't have to CGI it in. They just told him, don't shave it yeah. or your ass is mine. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the best scene where he punches the guy twice. Yeah. That, that is very reminiscent of Casino Royale. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fighting in the toilet. Mm. Yeah. That's this, disgusting. This, this, yeah. I think that's disgusting. It's brutal. I think it's more, they found another level to make it more brutal. I'll say, no, I need to leave here, guys. This is so unhygienic. Yeah. And actually... Yeah. Well, that's, that's like a fairly clean toilet, yeah. to be fair. Well, then it's a fake toilet. But yeah, going oh. back to, to Henry Cavill... I mean, Cavill, isn't, isn't the issue... Did he wash his hands before he started fighting or after it? Because the thing is, if I was in the middle of a piss yeah. and I had to start fighting whilst I was pissing, I'd be kind of angry. And uh, with the whole like, it need for self-preservation take and over. I'd have to get a blood, your bloody nose on my clothes. Yeah, no, nah, I'm pissing my pants. But that's the second fight that um, Henry Cavill has had in a toilet because he actually did that in in, in films. We yeah, should the, clarify. The man from Uncle, yeah, the but man from, old Uncle. Man from Uncle. Yeah, oh yeah, he did that in when he was starring opposite. Um, that big tall guy. Yeah, so there's something about toilets Army and Henry Hammer. Cavill that really, Thank you. which really turns him on. Clearly. I want to say another thing as well. There's um, there's an actor in this. I think he's uh, Sean Harris, hmm. isn't it? I think he, he played Solomon Lane in the fourth one. And I think he's an excellent villain. He's And I do respect... Um, uh, who's the guy that passed away in the third one? Philip Seymour Hoffman mm. but Sean Harris is an amazing villain if you see him in any TV show or film that's his wife isn't it yeah Michelle Monaghan yeah that's whose wife T- um, his character yeah, Ethan Hunt Ethan Hunt oh yeah I've got to draw attention to this um, because we were saying this is like a brutal fighting and stuff like that there's an injury that Tom Cruise yeah. sustained in real life where he twisted his ankle and they kept it in the film and it's coming at 2 hours, Ooh. 2 minutes, 11 yeah. seconds. And um, They stopped the shooting? Yeah, they had to stop shooting for a week. For a week? For a Just year. a week? For yeah. a year? Yeah. Yeah. A year, okay. I mean, the thing is, I think Tom Cruise, re- I mean, he actually broke bones for this film and not like, it's a little bit bruised, like he did real breaking bones and detached his ankle and I think um, when you've got an actor who's prepared to commit to that in the lead role I get excited because I'm thinking mm. if that's what you're going to do just to get the film made I need to get my ass on a cinema seat so what's our take on what we've just seen I think um, Mission Impossible kind of has exceeded my expectations as a franchise Yeah. because I mean I remember when the first one came out which was like 1996 and no one then would have predicted it would still be going yeah and it was a bit of a star fest as well because it had um, John Voight in it um, the French actor I'm trying to remember his name now he was in Leon Um, I think Ving Rames was in this one and it had some uh, like some interest I'll have to actually go to the first one because it was just like a star fest as I recall it and um, John Reno John Reno yeah and actually he's not French though where is he from? Is he from Belgium? No, he, he, he's actually uh, Spanish. Okay. Really? So we're going to break yeah, it to him as well. Yeah, is very interesting. But yeah, uh, you had John Voight, Emmanuel Baer, uh, Jean Reno, Ving Reigns, Chris and Scott Thomas, even Vanessa Redgrave. And these are like heavyweights just to get in Emily Westerves. Yeah, Emilio Westerves. <laughs> and they kind of chopped him out after a, a minute and a half. And I'm thinking he's like... He's like the prince. He's like um, he's like uh, Hollywood royalty. But um, yeah, that was like a star fest, and I think Mission Impossible has uh, reversed 
the idea of bad sequels. Like it's actually getting better each. It's somehow sequel. picking up momentum. Weirdly, because after Mission Impossible 2, I thought that was going to be it. I didn't see where they could take it. That was kind of shit. Um, and the second one was, was a John Woo one. I it think was, that was John Woo, although that was yeah, a sadness like... to anyone who likes John Woo. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think that was the worst Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah, that was one with the motorbikes. And yeah, the, just doing <laughs> something <laughs> funny. Yeah, just doing some funny, the kung, weird the kung shit. fu stuff. I mean, oh, what, it, what do they call it? Bike fu. Bike food, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just making it up, actually. But that's it what they were doing was, with the bikes. Yeah. And it was the first introduction of the, um, the the face peel of the mask, wasn't it? Because um, that was used as the kind of M Night Shyamalan twist. Like, it's really me. Yeah. And he, he's done it like three times afterwards. But I, I like the way they've kind of reinvented it now. Yeah. So like, other characters can be the ones wearing the mask. Okay, I got one question. How are we going to wrap this up? Okay, for for me, um, it's cinema ticket and a friend. So, I I would pay for someone else to go and watch this with me. I think it's that good. I'm wow. I'm... Can I see it with you? <laughs> <laughs> we may have to do that, Dom. Um, I, I'm going to wait for it to come out on DVD. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm afraid. Movie. <laughs> it, no, it is a great action movie, but I I I, I um. I made a promise not to go and see Mission, Mission Impossible. Impossible after the John Woo. Yeah, the yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. You made a promise to yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I, 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 <laughs> I definitely going to uphold and you've it. You've held that oath. Yeah. Okay. Um, Akash. I, I absolutely like it. I'm, I'm go to the cinema. Go to the cinema. Yeah, I'm, I like this. All, okay. All of it, yeah. And what we've got from you, Don? Um, I'm going to see it. Yeah. And apparently, I'm paying for it. So um, we've got. <laughs> it's three. a win-win. We've got three go to the cinemas on Mission Impossible Fallout, so I think that's one that you really have to check out the cinema. Don't miss it. It comes out later this year on, um, I've forgotten the date now. Ooh, 27th of July. Um, we've got another trailer to look at. Um, we'll do, can we do a photo? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. The, so we've got Equalizer 2, uh, but we can talk about Equalizer 2 in the sequels. We've got Ocean's 8. Um, that's sequel talk as well, is it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. That's um, who else have we got? Uh, we've got Hotel Artemis. Okay, I haven't seen that. And Human Me. Uh, Hotel Artemis, Human Me, and Venom. I've seen Venom. Okay, so should we talk Hotel Artemis? Then? Yeah. Okay. I know Akush doesn't want I to talk Venom. Do no, you? I saw I saw the Venom trailer, but I didn't like it. Yeah, I, I, I guess. Did you I not guess. like it? <laughs> did you, did you, what did you think, Malachi? Did no, no, like I, I think it's uh, Tom Hardy. It's not a good choice. He's got the muscles, though. I, I, That's what they want. I they think want it's bad, right, got, it's bad writing. It's, I think it's just bad writing, just from yeah. the trailer, I can tell. I, I just don't think it's you true. You don't know who you are, what you're dealing with. Um, I mean, it's a shame, because he's like one of the great characters. You think Venom's one of the great characters? Because yeah, like yeah. there aren't that many Marvel villains, mm. and Venom's a really cool yeah. one, and I'm okay. really surprised they haven't used him already. Well, they have, but back in the day, because he was the villain in Spider-Man Three. Wasn't Thingy a good villain? Um, Hotel. What's his name? Uh, I, I want to say the guy with the grey face. Doctor Doom. Face. What? Doctor Doom. Terrible. Yeah. That was a terrible um, villain. Okay. Or how many it? Marvel villains do you know? I know all of the Marvel. Are we still recording? Yeah, we are. Okay, so I'm going to say five off yeah, the top of my head. Fine. So Doctor Doom, yeah. Magneto, yeah. 
Uh, I'm gonna say Deadpool because sometimes he kills people. And um, well, by that anti, token, you can anti- everyone. But he's um, an anti-hero, though, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, but he usually starts off with, as a bad guy, and I think he has killed all of the Avengers in one series of comics. Um, okay, I'm gonna use Thanos, and then who else can I say? Loki. Loki. Killmonger. Yeah. So who else is there? What? Who's in the films right now? No, who just generally badass villains? In oh, the so you got um. Oh, I thought you were listing the, the villains you've seen so far. So yeah, badass villains. You've got um obviously Doctor Octopus. Mm. You've got Venom's really good. You have um Galactus. They never did him any justice. Okay. Um. Who else? That's really. Chalker. Uh, but but yeah, that's DC though. But if we're talking about Marvel. Um. Okay, I'm gonna say Mar. There's actually a group of villains called the Beyonders, which are actually supposed to be like super duper villains, hmm. which actually come from another interplanetary dimension, and apparently they've been watching everything that's been happening in Infinity Wars, like through some kind of marble prison, mm. and they end up coming into the kind of um, Earth's atmosphere and interacting with people. But apparently they they're pulling all the puppet strings of how everything's going to play yeah, out. Yeah, because it's essentially a multiverse. Yeah, like yeah, the whole yeah. Marvel universe. Um, okay. I think, I think we'll get back to this topic in a bit. We're going to talk about Hotel Artemis. Okay, I've never seen um, this. Who's starring in it? Who is starring in it? Sci-fi. Sci-fi, 2028. Wait, it's, it's, it's set in 2028? Yeah, but it's got a John Wick vibe in it. It seems like... They've taken the idea of the Jodie oh, Foster, the safe hotel uh, for hitmen, and they just expanded on the hotel and what it would be like. Wait, are you saying this is in the same universe as John Wick? I don't think it's in the same universe, but it feels like it because they are actually having a spin-off for the John Wick universe. If it was, it, this feels like it would be it. So I'm gonna have to check out some details on that. But that's that's my guy from. Um, the, the the trial of OJ. Okay. He's the lawyer in it for uh, the for the prosecution. Was that, um, Bautista. I think yeah. We saw. yeah. Yes, it was. So yeah. it was. We got Drax there from Guardians of the Galaxy. I think. So the big hitter names are Jodie Foster, Jeff Goldblum, Zachary Quinto, who we might remember from Heroes. And Dave Bautista. No one remembers Heroes. That was yeah, such a no, disappointment. We all remember Heroes. It's <laughs> a disappointment after the first series. <laughs> Save the cheerleader. Save the world. Have they done something to Jodie Foster's face to make her look older? Because she doesn't look that old. Is she really that old? Jodie Foster Fo- is 60. older. But, uh, so is that not... Are we not saying that's pros- prosthetics for Jodie Foster? Oh, possibly. Or does she actually is she actually that old in real life? Because that'd be a shame. I think they've um, like accentuated yeah. how she looks. Oh, okay. I think I like the look of this. I can't it looks lie. Okay, it looks slightly derivative to me. Yeah. Is that the woman that's from? Um... The Fast and Furious fame, or is it not? Um, is she the sister? Uh, let me check that out. She looks like the sister from Fast and the Furious. 
But then again, she looks like she's got longer legs than the girl from Fast and Furious. But I could be wrong. So, Hotel Artemis, what do we actually think about this? You know, this girl is from the um, Kingsman. Kingsman. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, she's she's the, oh, she was yeah. one of the blades oh, on the her blades, feet, wasn't yeah. she? Yeah. And she's in that other thing, the one that was out, which I can't even remember the title of now. Yeah. <laughs> Set in Berlin. The Mummy. Atomic Blonde. Atomic Blonde. Oh. Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Red Sparrow or Atomic Blonde? Atomic Blonde. So Red Sparrow or Atomic Beyond. Blonde? Okay. So, um, to look at this film, um, I, I can't say whether it's part of the John Wick universe. It seems like they might be alluding to it. I, 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 if they are, I think that's a bit unfair because the John Wick writers and directors have actually said they are very much going to expand that universe after the third and final episode in the John Wick trilogy. Yeah. After that, they're going to just expand it to the, the life of the hotel. Okay, but well, I can't remember if Hotel Artemis was part of the John Wick universe, but it, it does take place in Los Angeles. Yeah, I don't think it was. Because yeah. so far, they've only gone to New York and a couple of cities in Europe. So Rome. They've gone to Rome, the hotel in Rome, and, okay. and the hotel in New York. So is it like fingers crossed for like a Keanu Reeves cameo at the end of this film? Would that uh, make you happy? Yeah, that would confirm it was the same universe, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I think... It's, it seems like that that is a hotel for patients that can't be killed or something. I think it's a hotel for patients who don't want to die, who've been involved in a kind of hitman exchange. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Well, I, I, I like the look of it. Anyway. Okay. So, for, for you, is it go to the cinema, wait for DVD, or give it a miss? Um, I'm going to download it illegally. <laughs> that okay. seems appropriate, actually. Okay. And um, for yourself, Akos, from what you've seen, cinema, well, um, internet, I'll give it a miss. I just, I think... If if I don't have to do nothing, I'm gonna watch on the iPad. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, Dom, how do you feel about Hotel Artemis? Well, I was very amused by Dave Bautista saying I'm a medical professional before kicking someone in the head. So <laughs> I might have to go and see it just for that. Okay. I mean, I was looking at it, and do you know what? It does look like it's dark and murky, and it looks like a good film, but it. It, it feels like it's missing something. To, I'm not sure if it's a lead actor or a, a uh, set piece, but it feels like it, it's missing something to make me want to go to the cinema and watch it. So I'm thinking I'm going to be a Netflix downloading it off the internet guy myself. So I think that's three, to, three out of four saying we're going to watch it on the internet. But the director and writer who, yeah. who, who wrote and directed this film, yeah. he wrote the Mission Impossible Reunion okay. and Iron Man 3. Okay. I'm not a fan of Iron Man 3. I think I might have mentioned that before. Uh, <laughs> so n- now you're going to download it off the internet? I think, I think I've you just think downgraded it to just a download. Yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> well, I think one thing I would say in this film's defence, which is going to come out on the 8th of June, is um, Cliff Martinez is on the score and he was really good providing the uh, soundtrack to drive the movie uh, so I think it'll be a great uh, set of soundscapes to the pictures that we can provide they can provide on this film so that might make it worth watching as well okay so uh, thank you for listening um, that has been our trailer talk and we have been Geek Sweat uh, you've been listening to Akosh Both. 
Hi guys. Bye guys. Dominic Stinton. Bye. Uh, myself, uh, Trevor Jones, and our controller for today, Malachi Howe. Uh, goodbye. AKA MKH Inc. And goodbye. Uh, if you'd like to find out more about uh, Instigate projects or Geek Sweat, you can follow at Instigate Online. That's at I-N-S-T-I-G-A-T-E-O-N-L-I-N-E. Or uh, Google search or Twitter search hashtag Geek Sweat for further information. Thanks for listening. Ciao for now.